Hey, you're listening to Quad Dot Rock, Sky of the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. This is episode 162, title, Listen to What the Voices Are Saying. Subtitle, The Plain Revelation Series, Chapter 18 Recap. In episode 157, we looked at Revelation 17 about the great prostitute. Included in that was the reading of Revelation 18, which is an integral part of the discussion. In this episode, I want to summarize the dossier on Babylon the Great found in chapter 18, her sudden destruction, and what we are to do about it. First of all, hear the voice of damnation. In verse 2, the mighty angel cries out, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the Great, which Greek scholar A.T. Robertson points out is prophetic points of fact repeated like a solemn dirge of the damned. These things are spoken of as if they have already happened. The final judgment and destruction is a future fact. Babylon the Great, so self-deceived that she thinks she is royalty and impervious to grief and death. Babylon the Great, the abode of all forms of spiritual filth and wickedness, demons, unclean spirits, unclean birds, and unclean and despicable beasts are found in her. Bible scholar H.B. Sweet writes of this infusion of wickedness as the evil spirits watching over fallen Rome like night birds or harpies that wait for their prey, build their aries in the broken towers which rise from the ashes of the city. They are present in all of the iterations of Babylon the Great throughout history. Babylon the Great, all pervasive intoxicating sexual immorality, sensuality, sorcery, deception, and excess that produces wealth for the kings and merchants, rulers, and nations of the world. She is the mother of all murders. Her sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered her crimes that will be paid back double according to her works. Remember that she was blessed beyond measure with every earthly, physical, and social affluency. The affluency, no doubt, was the blessing of God. Her judgment and destruction comes to her because she used the overwhelming, magnificent blessings of God to commit every form of sin and immorality. It says to the very heights of heaven and shoved the filth right up into the face of God. Her sins have bottomed out against the floorboards of heaven. Her plagues of death, grief, and famine will come in a massive, violent moment, culminating in total consuming fires of destruction. It is inconceivable in our humanness how swiftly God's might moves against her in total judgment when her time finally comes, for total and complete elimination from the planet. We must remember that humans past, present, and future who have been a part of the Babylon system will suffer eternally in the fires of hell for their part in her wickedness. This is truly an external sign of supernatural divine judgment and justice. Never again is the phrase that is repeated over and over to drive home how desolate and destroyed Babylon the Great will be. We cannot conceive that such great success can be brought to total, absolute ruin so quickly. Her business partners across the world will weep, mourn, and have great fear of her destruction and the loss it brings. Keep in mind, dear friend, human slavery was a commodity in the commerce. Just because God doesn't take immediate action against the sex traffickers, human traffickers, people that deal in slavery of human beings, pedophile rings, and every form of organized, violent, sadistic, and wicked trait of human beings, just because God doesn't act immediately doesn't mean he's not concerned and does not care. He absolutely cares. He is absolutely burdened and he will demand recompense double their wickedness when his grace and forgiveness finally runs out. 
Hear also the voice of Jesus to depart. We are commanded to come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins or receive any of her plagues. To come out of her means to leave, flee, escape, to depart. It's reminiscent of the words spoken to Lot by the angels of God as they escorted him and his family out of those rotten twin cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. In Genesis 19:17, it says, Flee for your life. Do not look back or stop anywhere in the valley. Flee to the hills, lest you be consumed. It's in order to separate, in order to avoid adulteration and judgment. Here also the voice of God is spoken through John the prophet. Rejoice over her, heaven, and you saints, apostles, and prophets, because God has pronounced on her the judgment she passed on you. Friend, there is more going on around us than we can see with our human eyes. Hollywood portrays reality as myth, as fiction. The murder, slavery, pedophilia, sexual perversion, lasciviousness, debauchery, excess, idolatry, witchcraft, sorcery, deceit, and total depravity are all evidence of the very real existence of Babylon the Great in our world, right here where we live. How do we come out of her? On the surface, you can say it means to detach, disassociate, from anything or anybody that matches her sins and description. But is it even possible to physically flee from her right now? Yet Jesus commands us to come out of her. Where is there left to go that this suffocating power is not known? There has to be a supernatural element yet to be revealed, whereby God gives us the ability to obey this command. The immediate key for us is to check our own lives against this power and ensure that we walk with God in holiness and choose not to take part in her systems or her ways. We as a people are so far from what God demands and expects from his people as we peel back the layers of excess that permeates the earthly church in every way. What is the hull of what is left? We should not feel the least bit guilty over finding great joy that God has passed judgment on the great prostitute, on Babylon the Great. She deserves to be destroyed many times over. This attitude of joy that is commanded will perhaps seem counterintuitive and not like the mindset of a godly person at all to some of us who claim Jesus as Savior and Lord. It only serves to let us know just how far some of us have slid without even being aware. God poured out a massive amount of data on us in just this one chapter. Friend, we have our work cut out for us to get back to the place where God wants us to be. We know we can find hope and encouragement that we will obey Jesus' command as we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. As we follow him, he will show us the way to obey his commands. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.